Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. So I mean, to yeah, to treat him like he's some kind of hero, uh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Absolutely. It's like treating um, motherfucking Jeffrey Dahmer like he was, oh, well, you know, rest in peace. I know he did some things, but he was a good guy. His neighbors said that he was a good guy. He was a good dad. And he may or may not still at the time of his death be digesting niggas that he is. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't. But hey, that body count, man. I was trying to chalk it up. And it was, I know just from Iraq alone, it was over 200,000. Right. And that's not counting, like, just the, uh, you know, like you were saying, the, the place he bought the shelter, um, the plane, Panama, the operations over in Nicaragua, Iran, Contra, like, you got hands in all this shit, Central America, dirty mm-hmm. work. The boy, the dude who, who uh, does that podcast. Uh, the Intercept podcast, Jeremy Scale, he wrote a book about it. It's called The Dirty Wars. Right. And it's a movie, too. I think they turned it into a movie. And he just breaks down all of that, like where the U.S.'s hand was in on it. Mm. Right. It's hella foul. But who, it's kind of like almost parody with black folks getting killed by the police. Who's going to police the police? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, so, it, yeah, it's a war crime, but what you going to do about it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because ain't nobody coming over here to do nothing about it. And that's that's the issue, too, is that, like, that there's no accountability in our checks and balances. That's why we got Congress and Senate and all that. But there's no accountability even there. Like, nobody's pushing for calling him a war criminal or whatever. People consider it like, you know, you're the president, you had to do what you had to do. But I feel like there should be some limits on that. Right. Like, to stuff that you actually had to do. Not killing motherfucking innocent people for no fucking reason. Right. You didn't have to go into a government and up up throw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But coming up, and yeah, and and making up stories so that you can get public support. Right. You gotta be held accountable for that bullshit. I, I think back then, in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and even the 90s, it's easier to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, with all the phones and the 24 news cycles and, and 24 hours, 7 days a week news cycles, and it's, it'll be fucking hard to do that. I mean, here, not so much because you saw mm-hmm. that shit. What was, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, last night with Trevor, Trevor, uh, I mean, uh, with Trevor Noah. Yeah. Trevor Noah. Uh, last week with uh, John Arnold. Um, I haven't seen the recent one. Uh, this was a, this was one, was one a while ago. Oh, okay. It's when uh, some station had fucked up. It's owned by uh, a group of states. I'm about to go back and look it up and shit. But basically, they put out a statement, and all these news stations from around the country read this read this apology verbatim. Mm. So when one I remember that right when showing the clip all yeah controls the news and it, it's not hard to get motherfuckers here to believe the shit control the information man right that's so. how it works in war too like whoever controls information is is running shit right which is why they attack communication so hard um 
But yeah, I would say I agree with, with your statement to an extent. But then I think about like what in nine eleven. That was two thousand one. Right. We attacked Iraq, and it was like what? No fucking. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no Iraqis on the motherfucking planes. Right. Right. So it was like even then that was identified and known, but still had congressional support and everything. Cause everybody just like fuck it, we got to kill somebody. With the exception of Barbara Lee, which uh, that's something we probably need to talk about. Also, I like her. She got, she got fucked over again this year. Uh, she holds it down. Right. She was the, uh, the lone person to say no to to the war in uh, Iraq slash Afghanistan that we're still in now. And she said, this is going to be a never-ending war. This mm-hmm. is something that we should not get into because there's no reason for it. So, and there was no reason for it. No, there was. So, uh, yeah. So, she was right. Yeah. Right, motherfucker was wrong. Uh, we on. Yeah. We back. We back, motherfuckers. A little quick hiatus. Uh, uh, yeah. You know what it is? It's, uh, we ain't found. Shit. We ain't found shit. We definitely back in this bitch. Season two. Season two. The saga continues. Yes. The legend. The, the, the journey. The <laughs> <In> time. <laughs> Talk about stuff they can't solve. Right. Right. Continue to not find shit. Right. In the theater near you. Straight up. We ain't found shit to move. At all. Uh, well, folks, you know what it is. It's your boy, Court. AKA the infamous one, infamous El Wapo, AKA Bimbo Skillet, AKA the nigga that does this, AKA Son of AKA Son of Black Krypton, AKA DJ Scratchy, AKA Shooter Guy, Shooter, Son of Folks. Know what it is? Amazing. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Okay. Yo, this is Carl, AKA RB Drive By. AKA RB Charlton. What's up? Yeah. Will had to give that on his deathbed. Like, I'm trying to tell his, his kid or something. Daddy loves you. AKA Bimbo Skillet. Couldn't get to the old thing. AKA the nigga that does this. Nigga keep coming back. I know I'm doing it. Keep coming back to life. And he's going to be like, is he done? <laughs> This light skin guy in the building. That was wow. That was that was yeah. Usually, yeah. Wow. Ladies, what I mean is, there we go. There we go. The light skin guy. (laughs) What's going on, ladies? How y'all doing? Mm-hmm. How you feeling? Always to the ladies. Happy holidays. Like being, uh, being what up, niggas? Yeah. Uh, 
before we start, I want to give a general shout out to everybody that listens. We definitely appreciate y'all. Man, appreciate the love. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Hopefully, you know, big things are coming. You there know, is no us without y'all. The, the dead ass. And with all, without all six of you motherfuckers. So we yeah, appreciate man. you. The big six. The big six. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sharing and laughing and shit at work. And yeah, yeah. Looking at you funny. Uh, we appreciate all that, homie. So, yeah. uh, Shout out to my sister, man, who I, I I know I've mentioned before that I do a podcast, but for whatever reason, when I mentioned it this time, she acted like she heard it for the first time, but she, you know, went and found it and wanted to share it and stuff, so oh, appreciate right. that. Yeah, yeah. Shout, out, yeah. shout out, for real, we definitely appreciate it. Yeah. 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 Uh, honestly, nobody I know uh, listens to shit, so, you know, <laughs> I'm shouting out all y'all listening, so, you know, it is. So, I have the worst, the absolute worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Uh, and it'd be the, be, the, be the niggas when shit pop. Oh, we always knew you was going. Yeah. Nigga. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's where you get the side eye look, right? Yeah. yeah. Really, nigga? That's how I said So we know, we know who our fans are. We know who, and if we happen, the same is going to happen. We, we wishing for it to happen. We end up going on tour or some shit like that. Oh, it's going to happen. Motherfuckers get tickets, man. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You got to show the OGs, yeah, though. The OGs are going to get hell of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You niggas, you gotta use that credit card. <laughs> <laughs> See you at the show. Discount code, these nuts. Serious. Or discount code, eat a dick. Right, eat a dick. Right. Discount code, eat a dick. Who said discount code again, fam? Eat a dick. Y'all, wow. This nigga typing in shit, don't worry. It ain't working. Nah, I was just telling you, eat a dick. Yeah, that was... Y'all bring back you hang up on motherfuckers on cell phones and get the dial tone. Oh man, that's the best flex ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it used to be yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, it used to be wonderful. That used to be the the one of the highest perks of a flip phone. Period was that I just get to flip that mud coat. You hit it, and it's over. Right. Call over. Call we done, bitch. Now it's just you ain't there. Now I ain't gonna push in. I gotta look. To, to know that somebody, I've actually been on the phone with somebody and continue talking, thinking they asked and I look. It's like, mm-hmm. my has been gone for like 10 minutes and right. I've been talking. So, yeah. Glory yourself, folks. Yeah. So, we're going to get into some things today, folks. Uh, That's what I said. Uh, got some hot shit. Uh, starting off with uh, George Herbert Walker Bush. That's right. Died. The nefarious one. And Evil incarnate. For some reason you niggas out there is uh, sad about it. We gonna tell you why. You Man, this shit is stupid as fuck. I mean, it's. I mean, let me start off and say, anytime somebody passes away, for their family and friends and folks that knew them, you understand why they're upset and sad. I get that. But for this motherfucker. I just don't understand why niggas are so upset. You know what I, I'm saying? Right. It's it's wild, man. And I and I think of uh, it's funny because I think of the ending of like some of the people he worked with, like Saddam Hussein, who was hiding in the hole. They dragged this nigga out, beat him, stabbed him, all that stuff. Of course, they killed him. Same thing with Gaddafi. They end up killing him in the streets and then yeah. dragging his body. They fucked him up. Yeah. And these are people Bush worked with and like helped to you know solidify their power role and then later turn around and call them dictators and heinous people and blah 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 and it just is it's continuing to be this fucking optical illusion for most of especially white America and for some reason black America right now which is weird well people of color America yeah 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 beige America all y'all motherfuckers 
Cause it's like y'all can see all this other shit that other countries do, but y'all can't see what the fuck we doing. Even though now we got books, we got blogs, we got independent reporting, we got podcasts, we got fucking movies about the heinous shit these niggas done done. Right. We got movies about it, bro. Right. And they just enjoy retirement. You know what I'm saying? And oh, well, you know he like he likes colorful socks. I give a fuck what kind of socks this nigga like. This dude kill. He's responsible for over two hundred thousand Iraqi people dying and being killed between sanctions and bombing. That's insane. Yeah, you you yeah. you competing. I mean, you you know it ain't Hitler numbers, but you you were on the board, right? Shit, probably in the top ten. Shit. So it's like, yeah, to treat him like, you know, he's some kind of super... They've been talking about him being a patriot and a statesman and a this and that. Fuck that uh, motherfucker, man. Well, I mean, here's the thing that I've learned just by kind of listening and watching some of the shit that I've listened to and watched since he's he's passed is he comes from a family of assholes, number one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was either his father or his grandfather who broke into uh, a Native American... uh, Cemetery to desecrate Geronimo's grave. Oh wow! Right, you know what I'm saying. Motherfuckers are part of the bones, uh, bones and skulls, and skulls and bones, skulls and bones. Yep. Shit. I don't know to this day if they even let you know other you know rich white folks, uh, white white men into this group and shit. You know, and they you know in everything from corporations to politics to you know. You yeah, they're in it. Uh, another, another dude, and, and the thing is too, like his dad. You know, I was listening to how his dad uh, started coming into money and getting into the oil business and stuff. And these cats be acting like they self-made. They just be fucking people over. Right, right. Same thing with Trump people. It's like, oh, I'm self-made. Man. You're not. You're this not. story is a lot similar, mm-hmm. super similar to Donald Trump's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the fashion that they got started and known. They were more successful at it than the yeah, Trumps yeah, were, yeah, for sure, uh, and more low key about it than the than the Trumps were. Because you remember Trump's dad was a was a full on KKK man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he got arrested at a KKK rally. And you had to do some really wild shit to get away <laughs> <laughs> Just beating up niggas and spitting on right. Like you had to do, like he had to pull his dick out or some shit like that. Some, some weird shit. Hey, buddy, some. You went too far. Put your dick out. Damn it, Trump. Goddamn Trump. But yeah, so. Uh, and then, yeah, like, like you said, dad fucking folks over with uh, other, you know, so-called rich families, known, known for families, you know what I'm saying? So, Man, and I, it's funny, I find that attitude very pervasive here in Texas. Like, I know he, you know, he was CIA director, but he, I think him... He owned the Rangers for a little while. That was Bush. That's Junior. Okay, Bush Junior. Yeah. And then um, I know definitely like all money here and all that. Nate, of course, had their roots here because they got homes in different places. I think Bush Junior lives in Highland Park or something. He he not he lives somewhere near uh, SMU. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like I don't even think you can get to his his crib. You can see it. It's like off a royal. You can see it, but you can't like get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, man. I just. But here's my thing, and what was kind of confusing to me, like, wasn't he, wasn't Singer, he was a senator for Massachusetts, right? Was he? Yeah. Can they look it up? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, talking about some of the other fucked up shit he did. Uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He voted against the Civil Rights Act twice. Yep. Um, it was once in the 60s, I want to say 64, 65. And then again in the 90s, for some amendment added to it or something like that, I had to go back and, and actually listen to see exactly what it was. Just know that he voted against shit twice. Um... CIA director involved in uh, uh, yeah, a contract born in, in Massachusetts. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. You know, um, yeah. So just you know, foul, super fucking foul, super foul. Yeah, man. And and you know, and yeah, the Iran contract. Because I mean, homie was vice president during all of this. So it's like he's had his hands in so many different uh, terrible foreign policy decisions as well as domestic stuff. You know. Uh, because if if for those who are not familiar with Iran Contra, like it was them trying to stop uh, the Contras from taking over. What was it Nicaragua? Nicaragua, yeah. Because um, they were going to be, you know, socialist, socialistically like democratic, and they preferred to have, uh, you know, a, a communist person actually who they could control. They always power behind the throne, and so in order to do that, they had figured out a way where they could finance them with uh, drug money. And so they were allowing them to ship drugs into the hood. More specifically, especially over in, in California, that's where like Freeway Rick Ross mm-hmm. and those people got started because they were receiving those drugs from uh, those shipments. A good way, I guess a good way for you to kind of get this is like watching TV and shit. It's two shows: uh, Narco mm-hmm. on Netflix and Snowfall. Mm-hmm. We'll give you because that's it's 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 fiction. Well, Narco's not. That's that's based on true stories. Yeah, Snowfall is based on a, a fiction character, but I have a feeling this is based off of like freeway. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's loosely based. Right. Yeah. So, but it, but it gives you the historical reference behind that shit. Yeah, and it shows you the government involvement. Right. Because mm-hmm. how what's the call to get set? I'm not gonna tell you all this shit, but how you get set up? You get set up by a federal agent, you know, CIA. But uh, yeah, so it's 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 crazy to me because it it basically turned the tide on our community. Period. Yeah. Started the whole cocaine and crack era thing for us in major cities from New York to LA to Detroit to even here in Dallas and and, in other places where there's a big, you know, black, you know, essentially, when you think about like the scope of it overall, like if you was like a map and you're looking at it, it's like you fuck with a whole generation of people, right? Right. Right. Because one thing beget another. Yeah. So that beget the crack era. Yeah. Which, Which gave him the opportunity. To be, you know, tough on on drugs, right. tough on laws, oh, which was right. ironic because, like, you know, y'all financing this, but on the upside out here with the American people, it's just say no to drugs, right. and and then oh, on top of that, of course, this is when AIDS was running rampant, and because of Bush's personal uh, preferences and beliefs as far as homosexual men didn't do anything, the government didn't do anything to go out of their way to try and help save. Or you know, treat right. those people dying of AIDS. So that's hundreds of thousands of people dying of AIDS right there in the late '80s, early '90s because of his indifference. Right, and because of, and also because of him, which led Clinton to be a tough on crime president, which led to more black folks and brown people. 
be him incarcerated more so during the time in the 90s than ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. the drug war technically, the war on drugs technically started with Nixon in the 70s. He didn't really do shit. Reagan started the, you know, D.A.R.E. program. Dare program. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bush kind of, you know, and they you know, were amping it up and shit, and then, and then Clinton just ran with that motherfucker and shit, which led to a bunch of us being locked up at, you know, astronomical rates. Yep. Um, so, if you just kind of look at the timeline and how the pieces kind of stack up, he's directly responsible for that shit. Because not for narco, not for, you know, the Iran Contra shit. There wouldn't be an uptick in cocaine and shit getting into the country, which wouldn't have led to freebasing and, and the crack epidemic, which wouldn't have led to generations and generations of black males, specifically, black and Latino males, right, specifically, yeah, yeah. being behind bars. So, that's fucking crazy. I mean, y'all can more than want to. That's what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck. My, it's a shoulder shrug, shoulder shrug for me. You know what I'm saying? My whole thing, man, was just not. You know, I mean, some people mourning, and that's fine. Like, I'm not. I'm, my interest is not in disrespecting the dead or whatever. My right. interest is in like, just. I mean, you don't get to all of a sudden be a saint right. because you died. Just like, right. if you know, know, there, there is a special place in hell for this. Yeah, man. but like, if you was nefarious and, and oh, evil, if you was evil on earth, you don't get to die, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we don't. Don't speak ill of the dead. Fuck that. You did what you did. Right. Like you are who you are. I mean, I don't think it's disrespectful. And you just don't. And then people trying to add, you know, additional accolades and stuff and just ignoring all of that. Oh, I think it's disrespectful. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To people who've been victimized by his policies, by the things he did overseas, all of that type of shit. Like, what about them? Right. You got to watch this motherfucker who done fucked up, you know, he done took out whole families and right. shit. Well, I mean, he's, I mean yeah. he's the reason why, the, the many the reason why the, the, the whole caravan is here. They went down and down South America and they, and they fucked up everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, we yeah. continue to go to countries and create refugee situations and then act like it's not our fault. Right. Why, right. why are they trying to come here and, you know, I mean, we don't know what's going on and blaming it on whoever over they there. They can't even live in their own country because they're afraid of dying. So why do you think they're coming up here in the first place? Yeah. And, and, and it's basically, you know, his administration's fault. You know what I'm saying? And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's carried over it to each other you know uh, administrations also because they, they didn't nip it in the butt you know what I'm saying they knew they knew the situation that was going on in South America oh, and, and yeah. they didn't do a damn thing about it and so now you full motherfucking reports when you become president right. exactly from day one from day one day from day one you probably get it from the night that you get you get the results of your president the next day they're probably telling you this is what this is this this is that here's a report on this this is what you need to know you know what I'm saying like I can imagine the the amount of information you get when you become president is fucking mind blowing. Probably you know, hey, aliens are real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, we we been had a cure for cancer and AIDS. <laughs> right. By the way, and we give it. You just keep it in your pocket. You know, what I'm saying? You know just in case you never know, Mr. President. Never know. You know what I'm saying? Have a one of those nights. <laughs> Sorry about last night. <laughs> Ooh, they were always the- <laughs> yeah, but, uh, just probably just the amount of shit. Yeah, we, we're doing this over here. We're doing this over here. 
<laughs> Funny thing is that Trump is able to keep all that shit a fucking secret because he is fucking retarded. Um, but um, yeah, pretty much. He started his congressional career in Texas. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and he was definitely in Skulling Skull and Bones Secret Society. That's just crazy to me, man. Yeah, man. I'm just like you know. I I don't know. I feel like uh, the same way. People celebrate when uh, Saddam died. You know, he, he was definitely responsible for killing multiple people, just killing hundreds of people. Um, same thing with Gaddafi. He was responsible for doing some things to his own citizens. And they they weren't, it wasn't necessarily like, they didn't have to be vilified. It was like, yo, this is what you did. Right. Like, you reaping what you sowed. So that I think this is the only place where when we have our leaders who do those things, Nothing. Right. It gets us all right, yeah. right away. Like, yeah. let's just forget about, you know, it, the, and the generations of people that he fucked up. Yeah. And it's like your own people. Like, we're not just talking about across scenes. We're talking about your own people. There's literally probably somebody in jail right Amen. now that's, that's been in there since the time he was in office because right. of some policy that he came up with. Like they said, and then, so think about this, like uh, in California they had the three strikes rule, right? Mm-hmm. That they established during Clinton's presidency. And so you have people who caught their third strike on fucking marijuana charges and shit. You know what I'm saying? And now it's legal. There. And motherfucking companies run by white people are selling it in Colorado and in California. Right. But niggas have spent years it's in jail. jail. Right. It's, it's, it's definitely... And, and, the, and the funny thing about it, if they get out off of it, they cannot get into the marijuana business. Man. How fucked up this shit is? Can't get in it. If you got a felony, you, you're going to have a fucking struggle just to get a job, period. Right. So it's like, yeah, it, it continues. Even if you get out, you still fucked. So it's like, yeah, man, it's a complete fucking over... Of hundreds of thousands of people, man. Right. Side note, shout out to uh, what's his name, Erlene, Erlene, um, Erlon, Erlon, Erlon Woods, right from uh, from uh, Ear Hustle. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he got out. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. A job. So, yeah. hey, my man, it can't oh, happen. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, had to be brave enough to step into that that position, exactly. man. Because I'm sure that ain't easy doing that. And you know, sure, in the pen. And I'm sure his thought was that he wasn't gonna be able to get you know some sort of clemency. Yeah. And get out. He was just doing it because you know hey I'm in here yeah and I want to share these stories so that, yeah that's pretty cool and uh and it's been dope the, the podcast is dope man because it's so easy when people go to jail it's like out of sight out of mind right which is what they count on with, with us right and so you know to not be but what's going on you right know, what, are, what are they doing right why why are they doing this you know why is there so much money in, in the in the imprisonment of people and shit like most of you motherfuckers don't care I'm telling you oh and if anybody really once like they, they have on it's on Netflix the uh, untold history of the United States by Oliver Stone and he's just going it's, it's kind of a history documentary but it's more interesting in that you know he's breaking down some of the, the intricacies that led to the situations we're in now and he covers Bush in a portion of it like just some of the things that Bush did Instead of what he could have done, um, same thing with the uh, what's that Eisenhower and shit. Niggas, I mean, it's been fucking up, right? Just doing, and I, I really hate that. Like, okay, it started with Eisenhower, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that issue. This whole thing. No, no, no. Started with uh, Truman. Truman. Truman, little punk ass. Okay. Little weasel looking motherfucker. 
Yeah, man. Truman had, you know, complexes and shit. They used to get whooped. He used to get his ass bullied all, all day. Somehow made it to the presidency, man, and just would do shit, whether his advisors would or wouldn't. And they, they had, like, certain people, I can't remember their names, who were very close, mm-hmm. and they knew whatever they said he would do, because this is how weak-minded the dude was. So... That's how you got like bombs dropped on Japan and stuff. You know what's wild is that we think of those bombs dropped on Japan and uh, Hiroshima and stuff is like fucking crazy, loss of life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. From what I understand, other than the people who directly survived it, it wasn't even seen like that over there. Really? Yeah, they Japan never even used the word surrender with their people. I read this the other day that they said that uh, uh, continuing the war was no longer uh, basically like a wise decision for them. Mm-hmm. But they never said they surrendered. Yeah, just- from what I read, um, is that of course the first bomb was dropped on Hiroshima, mm-hmm. and then so the U.S. government approached him and said, "You know, we got another one." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't, if you don't decide to, you know, to end this war or, or us figure something out. We dropped another one and Japan was like, fuck you. And so they dropped another one in Nagasaki. So, and, and, and he talks about that in that untold history because from reports within Japan, like the cables that came out, the reason that they surrendered wasn't because of the bombs, it was because the Soviets were pushing towards their border from the north. Exactly. And that's who was going, you know, they were more concerned about a Soviet takeover of their island mm-hmm. than they were about America's military might or anything like that. So yeah, it's wild, man. Right. It's why when you really so, do some research, you so know. My question is, is why they didn't drop the bomb like that over Europe? Why didn't they just <laughs> bomb the fuck out of Germany? I think because at that time Germany was was basically uh, basically backtracking because yeah they, they were they, they had pushed into Germany, Russia and Germany got fucked had, up by Russia yeah Ru- Germany had had uh, lost the Desert War in Africa. Um, and then, um, of course, we pushed into France and everything else, and we're coming at it from all sides. And then, of course, we financed the Soviet Union because mm-hmm. they didn't have shit. They, they all they yep. had was horses and shit to ride on. You know, they, they didn't have the military might mm. back then. Of course, what they have now. And so, by we this did, time, but we also stopped financing them. Too, you talk about that in the thing yeah, too. and that's what kind of started the Cold War. But it's like, um, so they had to they doing one of their worst winters ever, and they dealing with starvation and Germany pushing in. These niggas basically dug their heels in, created their own, you know, shit from within, and fall back. That's yeah. why the motherfuckers tough. Yeah. So Germany was basically, basically. Done. Done. Yeah. And Japan was basically basically the last military might that was giving us trouble with you know with the uh, the war midway um, and everything else. So then of course when they felt that they were losing, that's when they started doing the kamikaze runs. Um, so we knew we had them, you know, backtracking. But you know, with Japan and their sense of, of honor, you know. They wanted to save face, so when he dropped the first bomb, out, okay, fuck you, you know what I'm saying? And then he dropped the second one, and like you said, you know, they never really said we surrendered. Basically, there was a meeting of the minds, everybody got together and said, okay, well, let's decide the shit again. Yeah, because I think one of the, I know the Americans had, uh, 
stipulations for the surrender. Like they can no longer have an emperor. They retain their emperor and everything. They was like, they did fuck all that. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Was like, we gonna we gonna leave y'all alone, but fuck y'all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. then, you Good know, chances. we wasted, of course, I want to say wasted, uh, more tax dollars were spent because we brought a lot of the refugees from Japan and from uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki over to America. Word. You know. And that's not um, even mentioning the internment camps we right. had. The internment camps. Exactly. Right. A generation of Japanese yeah. people yeah. here Japan. who had to be locked up. They was locked up for a minute. It was like two years and shit. Like, Probably it wasn't like no was more. With Denzel Washington. Um, when he was an FBI agent. No better blues. No. <laughs> 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 what no damn FBI agent in there? <laughs> Tom Cop. Tom Cop. It was him and, and that Benning, Benning and somebody else. Oh, uh, the siege. The siege. The siege. And basically, you know, that's yeah, was good. Yeah, because when that Bruce Willis came in, they started fucking shit up. Doing the tournament. Yeah, they camps. started the tournament. Same camps. thing. Yep. Same exact thing. Yep. You know. So, what, what was the the mood? Of the country, like during the First World War. See, <laughs> uh, they said like niggas. <laughs> so basically, the same. All right, good. Yeah, good. moving on. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm just saying, man. I'm not gonna deify no president just because he was president. Like even with the uh, Obama, like I mean, he's carried himself differently. Uh, and a lot of people have respect for him and stuff, but he held, you know, ran out some of the same policies, foreign policies, continued, deported more people than Trump has had a chance to so far. So, I mean, it's nobody is, uh, like Court said earlier, nobody's walking through that office with, with no blood on their hands. Exactly. But it doesn't mean they get a pass. That's my opinion. I don't think you should get a pass. It's like they, obviously, they put them on this pedestal and shit. It's like, you know, everybody's, you know, uh, hooping and hollering. Uh, I saw a picture of uh, Michelle and George Bush all hooked up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They, you know, I seen the meme about that day. They was like, Bush, give uh, Michelle one more piece of candy. Y'all niggas gonna forget all about Katrina and everything. Right. Nobody give a fuck exactly. about them. I'm cool. Y'all cool. Great. Cool. Great. 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 I think it's funny. That's about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's simple jack. Simple as Jack. Basically, simple as Jack. He's like watching the two-year-old girl. Exactly. Because he is obviously got a thing for Michelle. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, yeah, he's not Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Rice is, is, is Hispanic. Oh, okay. no, there's another 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 Spidey deal. He's interviewing somebody else that's part of his family, um, and he has a black wife. Oh, word? Yeah. Mm, they must not Ooh. get invited over much. I can't think of his name right now. Because I was like, what? I had to put on my glasses when I saw that shit. Because they talked to, they talked to, you know, unless Jeb, unless Jeb's uh, uh, wife is like like Dominican or something, because she's like really dark skin. That's, I think that's what you talking about. Okay, because she was really dark skin. Yeah, like, because, because, have you seen their son? He's uh, he's George George Peebles. She's the uh, Rose Commissioner in Texas or oh, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what you're talking about. Uh, so yeah, it's Jeb. Jeb, she's you know, you know, spanked by probably only by my name only. Everything else about her probably ain't. 
mm-hmm. one of those. Mm-hmm. And then definitely assimilated or whatever. But yeah, like, quit whitewashing the history and shit, man. Like, yeah. the dude, the dude, he was president, cool. In this country, we're supposed to be looking at him like a certain way, but I, I'm almost 100% sure that when President Obama goes, um, it's not going to be the same way. Niggas going to be bringing up all the bad shit he did, especially Fox News, if it's still around. They'll have, they'll have a, a ticker of all the shit that, they, that, you know, he did this and he did that and thought he was Muslim and, and hung out with that nigga Jeremiah Wright and he said, fuck America. <laughs> and uh, all that good shit. So, yeah. So, we got to quit whitewashing history. That's the problem with this. That's why we can't move past some of the problems that we have now. Yep. No accountability. Shit because there's no accountability. Y'all still building statues <laughs> to traitors. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. there's absolutely no reason why a school should be named after Robert E. Lee. That's fucking retarded. Right. You know what I'm saying? How do, uh, when, did, when did losers start getting school? Right. You that know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it, it's sense. revisionist history, and that's, that's fucking <laughs> stupid. You know, they were traitors. They lost. That's what they do to races. appease the people down here in the South and shit. How about that heritage shit? Let it go. Yeah. Because they feel bad because they lost their family and shit in this war, but it's like, man, fuck them. Right. Right. <laughs> Speaking of the South, um, Shooting uh, over this past weekend of uh, uh, EJ Bradford shot three times in the back by the police in uh, Hoover, Alabama. Y'all motherfuckers don't know where Hoover is or what Hoover is. Yeah, a couple of years ago, MTV had uh, had a, a reality TV show about Hoover High School yeah, where the coach was the best coach in the country until he got caught cheating on his wife, lost his job, and now his coach was so. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. I'm uh, EJ uh, Matic. I think that's how you say his name. Ematic. 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 Uh, Bradford. They call him EJ. Um, father was a cop. Yep. Or is a cop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, was basically running away from a, a situation that was happening in the mall. Wasn't the dude that was doing the shooting. Uh, he may have had his, his firearm on him, uh, obeying the commands of the officers. They still shot him in the back three times. And then when they realized, and then went on and said they got the dude, but then fucked up, realized that they didn't, and tried to scapegoat and hide the shit. Yeah, and try to cover it up. Right, and, and now, well, you know. Even our cops said they were trying to back the They're fully fucked. So, who knows uh, what's going to happen with that one. Uh, his dad, I see the press conference of his dad and shit, and he, he seems pretty pissed. Uh, but um, it's going to be just another nigga dead and no, yeah. no cop. Yeah, one of them shots in the back, it the back of his one, head. Right. Yeah, it makes me wonder, because when, when I saw the press, press conference, it makes me wonder how the police are treating his dad right now. You know what I'm saying? Is it like... That would be shit you can tell me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Blue, the blue wall of silence my ass. You ain't telling me to chill on this shit. They just murdered my son. Right. All of y'all can eat a dick. I'm about to go ham. Y'all can come kill me if you want to. Shit, I'll be waiting for you. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, nah, you couldn't tell me shit. You couldn't tell me a goddamn thing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's uh... That, and then, um... Who's the other dude that shot? I don't. It wasn't this past weekend, but they had video footage. Um, wasn't the security guard shooting? Was it? Nah, nah, nah. 
Nah, uh, oh, uh, Jeffrey Dennis, I think, in, in Philadelphia. Black dude, father, plain clothes cops rolled up on the car. Yeah, I remember that. Popped out, nobody identified themselves. He was trying to get away. And then, you know, they pulled out guns and stuff, and kind of the car stopped. And then this one cop grabs a crowbar and just starts smashing the window. So he, you know, tried to drive. You can tell, like, you see the video. Nobody was in danger of getting hit. But the cop on the driver's side started firing, shot him in his face, killed him. <clears throat> and they had witnesses that say they never uh, identified themselves or nothing. <laughs> and, uh,. The, the Philadelphia DA's office is not even willing to like present it to a grand jury. So now I think like Sean King and uh, what's my man, the other dude, the lawyer, they're they're posting on IG the phone number so you can call and tell them you know we're trying to hear this case or at least like get it to a grand jury because obviously the law was broke. Oh, and they all lied and said that uh, he he was a. Uh, driving erratically and almost pinned down an officer mm -hmm. and the officers were in danger and that's why they fired so when you watch the video you can see no, nobody's in danger not even, it was like six of them niggas and not even one of them was in danger the only officer who got hurt was one who broke the glass because he cut his hand with one of the glass which uh the glass also cut my man's face you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so he got glass all in his face guns in his face and y'all done blocked him in he don't know what the fuck is going on right especially if you don't if you don't identify yourself so yeah. if, if i'm in that situation and six motherfuckers come out of nowhere you know what i'm saying with, yeah. with guns drawn on me i'm throwing it fuck you yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fight. yeah, yeah I, got exactly. go. I got to go i got to go Exactly. <clears throat> so it's, it's their fault for identifying themselves. You know what I'm saying? You know. So yeah, yeah, I saw that shit on Twitter. Shit pissed me off. This shit is foul, dude. This is continued systematic public killing of black people. <clears throat> and then I don't understand why like so now they like the Philadelphia Police Department is admitting that the officer who killed him was did some things incorrectly but it's like I don't understand why they get to lie on their police report and then continue to be cops right. like, what the fuck is exactly. the point of this police report right. exactly if you gonna lie on it then what like what's that why is there there should be a harsh fucking penalty for that losing your job and then you losing the ability to go to another city and be a cop you know what I'm saying yeah which is, that's what usually what happens. They, they, if, if they do lose their job, they go somewhere else. And be a cop somewhere, somewhere else. else. Right, because I was watching the uh, the uh, uh, Sandra Bland thing. Uh, her name was Sandra. Say her name, Sandra Bland. I, I'm going to watch that. I, I, I was watched it good? That joint. It was. It was sad as fuck. Um, the shit is still fucking questionable to me. Mm -hmm. Like, still, just kind of looking at the shit. It's just, it's just, just oddly fucking weird how everything went down. Uh, oh boy, he got brought up on charges. Uh, he was fired, but all the charges were dropped. He got charged was basically what 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 a, what would account or equal up to a misdemeanor, and then uh, and then the charges eventually got dropped, and he's probably somewhere else, you know, as a cop and shit. So. Yeah. 
I just I don't I don't get the same thing with the dude that shot Tamir Rice. You know, yeah, homeboy got another child. Right. Yeah, that's the thing, man. And and uh, that's why your man, the national treasure, Shannon Sharp, Sharp. made an outstanding point. Made an outstanding point. They're gonna block Kareem Hunt for you know basically Goldberg spearing old girl. Did y'all see the video? I see the video. And they speared her in the hallway. Wow, I mean, he, he, just, he actually ran into another dude. And the, and the oh, dude, and yeah, and he pushed her. Yeah. Oh, but, I thought I saw but, him no, and her. The underlying, underlying factor of that is the fact that he came back again and he kicked her. He kicked her foot from out from out from under her. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that was that was basically. Okay, so we're getting to it. So that was a good segue. So we, yeah, we're going to something. No, no, but I, I, before before that, I was saying because Shannon Sharp made the point that like if Kareem Hunt's going to get like the the death ban, he's going to be blocked out of the league for life. Then it needs to be. Similar, like it needs to be that way for multiple careers, not just fucking athletes right. and entertainers. Exactly. Exactly. What her name is? She kept saying, you know, well, well NFL players are, are role models, so she can tell the doctors are role models. Right. Yeah, she's like, she right. keeps saying, you can't, NFL you can't. players are held to a higher standard. Right. The human is like, like, and that's the kind of bullshit that I cannot stand. The human is like the rest of us. I think they're held to, to a higher standard because they make a certain amount of money. I, I can get two fucks. Right. They're still human. You know what I'm saying? The, the reason, the reason why, you know, he, he was so angry in the first place is first of all, he found out they're underage. He should not have been in this house, they're underage. You know, and uh, so he kicked them out. And, and she started calling him a nigga. Yeah, she started calling him a nigga. You know what I'm nigga, saying? Nigga. Yeah, exactly. She hard R. Exactly. Shit, exactly. So. And I mean, it's it's a a word of of anger. So he oh, lost it. Before, before we go any further, caution. Word of caution to white women. Get <laughs> know that that word has is it, is triggering for black people in general. When you use it. You should expect to get your ass whooped. <laughs> don't don't use it as an insult or a way to hurt somebody. And then when you get fucked up, cry and pretend to be the fucking victim. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, and I and I think exactly why Cleveland, the Cleveland police, and in their, in their uh, district attorney's office decline to press charges on her because of that factor. Exactly. It's these bitch ass who decided to release the fucking tape, found the tape, released it, paid whatever, whoever, whoever they had to pay for it, and did it. And they have a fucking history of ruining, it seems like to me, black men's lives because I don't see that shit happening with white dudes. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, maybe one white athlete that they released a video on I can't think of anyone. Also, shitty because I mean, we got, we have proof of the shit. Uh, I mean, Ben Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, if if if, if you uh, you can't spit on me and tell me it's raining. You know what I'm saying? So if you get the shit, if the shit comes up twice, there's something to it, right? Right. His ass, it came up twice, right? Uh, what was his name? Philadelphia. Somebody else released a video on that shit when he when he when he Cooper uh, yeah Cooper with the uh, with the nigger shit in 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 what's it called I mean I mean uh, the Giants had uh, their backup quarterback did some shit a couple yeah. of weeks back you yeah. know what I'm saying so my thing is is like you know with TMC it seems to be you know they do it just strictly for the brother with Ray Rice 
um, with uh, Cream Hunt, with uh, Jay Z and Salon shit. Like I don't see them necessarily doing that shit with with with, uh, with white folks. Which fuck TMZ, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, but it was already settled. Yeah, and, and the underlying factor is that he he lied. It was basically uh, forced Kansas City into a position where they felt like, and for what I read and for what I watched on ESPN, they all came to the same boat. Eric Bieniemy, uh, who is the uh, running backs, or no, I'm sorry, he's the one offensive coordinators, uh, the head coach, and they all basically felt like they had to release him because when they take him out, and for what he said, what he told, what he told the Chiefs. Were two different stories. I mean, so I still call bullshit on that. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it. I, right. Me personally, I probably would have had suspended it for like. I mean, I mean, regardless, the whole you know uh, holier than now the explanation, the reason why they they really, I call bullshit on that. I think they released him for the simple fact he was going on the exempt list and he wasn't gonna play this year anyway. You know what I'm saying? And I think he was coming to the end of his rookie deal, and they were having to renegotiate with his ass anyway to keep him. That's why they released him. And they was going to break bread because that boy nice. So anywhere else he goes, they're going to have to break bread now. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I call bullshit on that. Fuck them. See, they had to get the leverage this though. If if they uniformly, like if the league uniformly acts like they can't touch him, he's off. Now you can leverage that into getting him to accept a deal that's lower. Right. Which is bullshit. Right, because what team is going to give him? Give him a chance. Yeah, so he, he yeah, yeah, so he may not get back anyway. Yeah, he may not get broke off anyway right. because most running backs last and leave between three to four years in the first. Right. Year. So I, like I said, I and call, he's I call what, he's on his he's on his second year. Holier than thou bullshit that the Chiefs. Yeah, do. man, and that's why Shannon's point was on point because it's like there's no uniformness here. There's like you can't have like Kaepernick blackball from the league for kneeling, but you got motherfuckers who literally kill people in the league. Right. You know what I'm saying? Run people over or or rape people or doing stuff like that. Right. That's fucking retarded. Oh boy, that just got signed to Washington. He's still on the on the uh, NFL's exempt list. Uh, <clears throat> beat up his fiance or girlfriend or whatever. And shit. Nigga, I watched the Redskins play the other day, and they got motherfucking Colt McCoy who was starting and Mark Sanchez. While Colin Kaepernick is available, right? And y'all have well, a chance reason, to be number one in the, the East. Reason, uh, well, no, they no, they're they're, they're not season, now. This season is screwed. Um, no, nah, they was number one though. Till the Cowboys went on this run, they was the top of the East. Yeah, they were, they were. But uh, and I remember what the, the coach said basically that I mean we got four games left. You know what I'm saying? You know, and mm-hmm. we couldn't. Hey, listen. Good. I mean, I guess his excuse was that you know we had to bring him in and he, had, you know, learn the whole system. Where we had to My change, man, you drop our change our system. You, you hand the ball off. You drop back. <laughs> you throw the ball to the open guy. Yo. It's not that fucking hard. Right. Not and, and for that's him one being. Thing I hate about these motherfuckers who act like the position of quarterback is just the rocket science. Yeah, like you got to be some yeah. sort of mental member or something yeah. like that. Nigga. No, you don't. You don't. You drop back. You don't. Three five, three three steps. Five you steps. remember some play. You this remember some adjustments, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I take man, you got a dude that went to the fucking Super Bowl, bro. I look at it this way: that's they, retarded. They got, they got, they got four games left. They have, they don't have a snowball chance in hell even winning the division, even going to the playoffs. 
So I was writing this out because to me, to me, it would further irritate me more that they bring Cap in. He plays his five games, probably plays phenomenal, and then he's then he let his ass go. Right. So that would piss me off even more. But well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't let him go. I mean, you don't know that. No, I'm saying if he plays phenomenally, you're not gonna let him no, go. No, you know, it's not. I mean, it, it, they would have to basically sign him for, to what another two, three years, just in that. Yeah. And and uh, we have to think about it. It's like okay, do, do we want to deal with the backlash? You know what I'm saying from people for the next, you know, say well, two well, three well, years. Well, I really don't well, think it's gonna be that much backlash. I think the backlash is gonna be But I, but I'm thinking I'm thinking like I'm thinking like like executives think. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the only backlash you're gonna get is from the boneheadness of that that's president and his Fox News buddies. Right. Uh, Washington D.C. is black as fuck. Chocolate so City. Nobody's gonna give a fuck. Exactly. Chocolate himself said that he was not going going to kneel anymore. You know he's He's he said a president he's done this thing, this and that. And he said Cap that he came back. NFL again. Yeah. That he would never kneel again. Yeah. Cap will never play in the NFL again. Cap may play in the XFL. There's two leagues that are right now. It's XFL and it's the Freedom League. Yeah. The league for that were that were made by players. Yeah. So he may play in either one of those. He will never he will never wear another NFL jersey ever again. Ever again. Which sucks. Because like you said, he went. He was a three-time quarterback, right? Three times. Three times. Uh, went to a Super Bowl, almost won that bitch. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And was doing some shit that nobody even knew about until some fucker happened to notice. Then he had to speak on it. You know right. what I'm saying? So, hey, whatever. Washington's full of shit. Like I said, we we thought about it. No, you didn't. No, you did. No, you did. Especially uh, homeboy that owns it. What's his name? Dan Gilbert. Yeah, he's he's a Trump. He's a Trump supporter. Crony motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't think about that shit. Right, right. Because they've been on his ass for years about changing changing the name. He need change the name. Yeah, he need change the name. Yeah, they need to change the name. But yeah, I, I, if I mean I'm disappointed in my own team. But if I was a Redskins fan, I'd be irritated. I ain't buying no ticket to come watch motherfucking Mark Sanchez, Mark Sanchez. throw ducks in the third quarter. Right, you fuck. Mm-mm. It's all he'll always be known as 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 the ass face when he and he basically fell to a boy's butt. They'd be better off side of me. Right? Yeah, I can go out there. I get three <laughs> my bad ass knees the slowest three drop ever. <laughs> <laughs> Throw down the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, again, uh, when we talk about Kareem Hunt, there should be no it, white women, white women's outrage and tears concern me. Um, yeah, because she was pissed me off when I was watching that. Though. Right, because she kept, he's a role model. And Shannon was like, you trying to say doctors and lawyers are fucking role models? Yeah, this, this, and, but that's a perception that's pervasive throughout America, too, which is why your Bushes and Trumps and all them are seen on a different plane than everybody else. It's like the people who have the everyday tasks of keeping our society going, right. you know, are seen as nobodies. Right. They're not seen as role models. They're not right. seen as special. Yeah, they're, they're and they're integral parts of society. So, I mean, Shannon's point was super valid. It should be across the board. You should have some kind of uniformity. 
You can't just like pick and choose which motherfucker you gonna ban forever based on some bullshit, especially when there's been more heinous like things that have happened and they're not banned. Right. Because it's clearly unfair. It's visibly unfair. Right. You still got cops out here killing niggas and still got jobs. Yeah. If you kill somebody and you escape jail time, but they fire you, there's no way you should ever be a cop again. Right. Like, ever. You should be like doing It should be a band of former cops that turned into robbers and they just rob banks and shit now. Because they couldn't get no <laughs> jobs as cops. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what we had to do. Never catch me, Topper. At one time, uh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Kareem should give another chance. He will yeah. give another chance. He will. Uh, that shit was loud as fuck. Just like I, like I said, they've already started his his team as far as his, uh, his agent and everything else. They've already started a PR campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, like I called it. His, he's going to be on ESPN. He did get an interview on ESPN. I mean, you, but my thing with that, and like we talked about, is that he, to me, I'm sure he was told. What to say and what not to say. Right. What I to talk about. Me personally, I've been like, shit, she called me a fucking nigga. And that's it. Right. That's it. She called me a nigga. Hey, man. When I, found, you... when I found out she was underage in my house and a prostitute, get the fuck out. This you know is what, what I'm going to say on that, too. And this, uh, you know, it's going to sound like whatever, but if you wealthy and you black, let's stop fucking with the white girls, man. Facts. That shit don't never It rarely turns out well right. rarely. rarely turns out You gotta have you A superstar one That like Legit that knows, Has some understanding she she Has some understanding And you walked on campus Yeah And yeah. started playing football Then you can't yeah. with it anymore You can't yeah. You can't I'm sorry Like that has to be Like a prerequisite Where you there Freshman year Yeah Then we see each other Then we make eye contact and that's yeah, that's my thing, man. Like I feel like if you're gonna be that person and have like groups and parties and stuff, then yo niggas gotta be solid. Like yo, don't bring no bullshit ass people around. Right. Period. Right. Or you and them getting put out. Right. Exactly. And, and they did a terrible job of keeping dude at bay. Too. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, they did. There had to be a dude big enough to pick his ass up, put <laughs> him against the wall, and be like, no, Calm yeah, the fuck nigga, down. this is your no, career. You said, yeah. There had to be a way that you could have just, I mean, because I'm assuming there was a lot of his ex teammates and shit. All of y'all bum rush his ass into the room, close the door, tell the girl to get the hell up out of here. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, so some of the shit falls on the, on his crew, it falls on him. Definitely. And, and, and some of the blame definitely should lay, lie at the feet of, of homegirl, you know, out there, underage prostituting and calling motherfuckers niggas and shit. Allegedly. Oh, get that paper, man. Right. She's doing what she got to do to get that paper. Ain't gonna be mad at her for fuck. Can't get mad at a fish for swimming. Right. If it, but that's why you got to know people's intentions when they're around you as much as you can, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Why would you have somebody like that there? Period. 
And then once you do discover that, once she start throwing in bombs and being all, you know, super just whatever, that's right. what, oh, okay, well, no. Put her out. Thank you. Right. you guys, no, you guys, I can't touch her. Put her out. Right. No, you can you. Thick nigga, thick nigga number two. Put her out. Lock the door. If she wasn't listening, he's learned. He's something he should have he known. And that's why I'm always uh, an advocate for one, paying these cats. Mm-hmm. So they used to have a little bit of money when they're in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two, if you know that my career goal is to go pro or whatever it is I'm going pro to, then my my, my academic life in college should be geared towards that. I should know how to balance my own books and watch my own finances so I don't pay some dude to turn around and steal all my money from me. Exactly. I keep an eye on him. I should know what a contract looks like. I know. I should know which terms to look for, which language to look for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I should. I should know how to publicly address people and get up and speak in front of folks. You know, to do an interview and shit like that. I should learn wealth management and how to divest and, and put my money into different things and invest and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like making a college football player carry a full load, <clears throat> go and. And, and declare a major or uh, uh, economics, communication, whatever it is, and then play football. We they practice twice a day. They practice in the morning. It's mm-hmm. weightlifting in the morning, and it's a full out practice after that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's time for these cats to start getting paid, and it's time to start gearing their because that's basically what you are, especially uh, college football. You're the farm league for the NFL. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like in baseball, it's minor league. Yeah. Right, they have a, they have a minor league they, they can go to. Them. You know, right. if they don't want to go to college, right, mm-hmm. they get paid. Same thing with hockey, soccer. You can go play pro with 18. You know what I'm saying. Basketball right. has a deal with you mm-hmm. overseas. There needs to be some football players too. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, I feel like you can't really equate the scholarship, not the scholarship, but like the whatever they're gonna get for being there. Or whatever tuition they're not paying as currency. Right. And that's what a lot of people say. We're really getting a free education. It's not really free. No. It's not free. Because they go out there to put their bodies on the line constantly. We've had we've had we had a player die during practice this year. You know, we have motherfuckers getting hurt, never to play again. Like Mm -hmm. it's not free. And and I gotta do all this on top of going to class. Yep. On top of sometimes figuring out how I'm going to eat. Right. Because maybe that that $1,000, $700 scholarship money I get a month, I don't need to keep because I'm sending that shit home to my mom. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time. Right. cats ain't coming from wealthy situations. Right. Exactly. And, and then I thought the worst part is that, like, to say, oh, well, they getting it for free. What is the NCAA getting? They getting all they yeah, shit for free. Yeah. They getting billions of dollars billions. for free. Billions with all free labor. Billions for billions. They ain't got. They ain't had to step on not one fucking football field or take a hit, and they getting paid. Right, and they get to dictate. What so why is it okay for them to get their shit for free, but now we got a problem when it's a college athlete? Like that's retarded. Right. Right. That's ass backwards. It is ass backwards, <laughs> and that in that uh. And that uh, fucking, you know, line of thinking is just old and plain. People don't be wanting to look at those those power structures because they seem so impossible to topple, but still, it is what it is. Right. You had some people 
under the figurehead of the NCAA. Don't even know who the fuck they are. They make hundreds of thousands of dollars. The NCAA makes billions of dollars. The coaches get paid millions of dollars. Right. But the people who are putting their body on the line, taking the punishment, get paid what? Nothing. Oh, no, you get you get the scholarship. So you know you you maybe get a Oh no, brain damage. That's too bad. Good luck in life. It's okay. You'll never be able to remember your pin code number again. Right, yeah. Because like they get hurt, or they, you know, or if they just don't make it, or whatever, they, that's it. Right, they right. get discarded. A lot, a lot of these cats that you watch on Saturday playing ball are the same dudes that selling your cars uh, a couple of years later and shit, which is a sad fucking thing. I can give you a name of a cat, and I won't. Uh, who was dope on the field for my team? You know what I'm saying? Who's now selling vehicles? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's wild, for sure. For sure selling cars right now. You know what I'm saying? So all that shit to get a free education, man. It's not free. It's not fucking free. And and, it, and it's something that they pay for their whole lives. So I like the fact also like uh, I'm sure you've all watched followers and the fact that that they gave him the okay to call out the NCAA. You know what I'm saying? And basically we call these motherfuckers assholes. You know? Right. And I guess what's going to happen in the next season is he's going after. Yeah, he's, he's right. going after the NCAA. Well, a lot of yeah. cats are trying to call out the hypocrisy of, uh, of of the NCAA. LeBron did it with his uh, with his uh, documentary and shit, showing what happens to kids during and after. You know, they play ball and shit. Right. You know, in, in multiple sports, uh, we need more things like that. I mean, uh, Brian Gumble is notorious for doing that. Yes. Yes. He goes after the. I mean, at least once a year. Right, you know what I'm saying? They rehash, they bring that story about how much the NCAA and the schools make at these bowl games and shit. And these kids, they get shit. They get the goddamn thing. Yeah, and that's just crazy to me. All over that whole, you know, a student athlete should be an amateur. Blah blah blah. Y'all making money off of my image, so I should get a piece of that. Yeah, man. You know it doesn't make sense that that uh, all these uh you know shadow figures are, are making money off of it, and the person doing the work is not making money. How's that? That is very consistent with slavery. Right. So when they talk about it being slavery, you're like, oh, what are you paid? But it's like those are similar traits. You know, and it's like I, I mean I don't know the makeup of the leadership of the NCAA, but it's hard for me to imagine that it's full of black people. Oh, you know it's not. Yeah. Maybe one or two in them all the time. Yeah, so you you back in that same boat of most likely older white males Mm -hmm. making money off of young black males. Sounds more familiar. That is the system Mm -hmm. in America. It's the system for prison. It's the same thing. Older white males making money off of young black males in prison. Same thing for athletics. They've been doing that shit since fucking they came over here, motherfucker. Right. Off the backs of somebody else. I mean, you read what you sow. I mean, and who knows what's going to happen in the next years to come? Just have a feeling that you know things are about to switch up in this motherfucking shit. Some of you ain't gonna like it. So, yeah. a lot of these marginalized groups that you, that you keep poking and, and keep down and shrugging your shoulders at their pain and shit are gonna rise up. Mm, yeah, it's gonna be uh will be something to see. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of one of those groups <laughs> so I can sit back and laugh. But uh, it's gonna be a whole problem for your ass. It's gonna be a whole problem for you. Anyway, uh, what was 
this baby is cold outside thing. You know? There was R.B. Charlotte. R.B. Charlotte. You, you can uh, tell by the, the title. Sticking <laughs> 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 like gearing up for Christmas. Cool. Yeah, I, know, Christmas I was, I was uh, listen, listening to uh, <laughs> uh, sports radio on the way to work yesterday morning, and they and there is a station in. And first of all, let me get this straight. I have no problem with the Me Too movement. I think we should be held accountable for what they do. This and that. Yeah. Like, I just want to get that out yeah, before, I, before, I, before, I, before I say my shit. This is a claimer before. Right, right. right. That's, that's, that made you say shit. No offense. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing good ever comes after that. Uh, and so. A lot of people have been um, basically saying that the lyrics to "Baby Is Cold Outside" is basically derogatory against women because he basically, basically he's basically he's trying to convince her or make her stay instead of her leaving. Mm. Uh, so a bunch of people, people, you froze, no, you froze for a second. Um, no, it did. It did freeze for a second. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, a bunch of people from the Me Too movement basically wanted them to ban the song. And so um, the station put out, you know, saying, okay, well, we're going to put this out and see, you know, if you want us to ban the song. Uh, and so basically everybody voted not to ban the song, but they were actually two other stations, one in Cleveland. Um, and the other one is San Francisco. They basically banned the song. I'm thoroughly confused by, by that. Yeah. I mean, these are motherfuckers who have, who have too much time on their hands. Okay, good. This song has been out since probably what, the 30s or 40s or whatever? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what you call it? It was either Saturday Night Live or Mad TV did like a parody of it. They kind of, you know, did show like it's a little bit rapey, which was funny, but. I mean, I feel like music is one of those spaces, though, where that that's uh, more accepted than anything. Because, I mean, if we're going to, I guess, shit, again, like Shannon Sharp said, if we're going to do it for this, let's do it for all of them. Right. Can't, that's the thing. You can't be no pick me type shit. It got to be like, we need some uniformity, like a, a standard. Yeah, the, the, the song Baby is Caught Outside was featured in the 1949 film Neptune's Daughter. Um, I just see it as a song of him trying to, yeah, he's trying to get his girl to stay. Yeah, he's trying to fuck. Yeah, I mean, don't say it like that. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get his girl to stay. <laughs> Spend a little bit more time. Just make it worse. Just make it worse. They ain't trying to fuck. Trying to convince her to stay. This nigga actually used the weather as the reason to convince her to stay with him. It's cold outside. outside. That wouldn't work today. Like, you can't tell no no woman, like, oh, come on, baby, it's cold outside. It's like, nigga, I'm going to the car. I got heat in the car. But back then, she might have to walk. You know, exactly. There's no cash to be had out there, so. How this nigga know he inside? 
Preacher. That's that's really kind of a desperate song. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's a little rapey. It's a little rapey. It's rapey. It's rapey. I'm looking at the neighbors might think. Oh no, it's rapey. Baby is bad out there. So what's in this drink? There's no calf. So he put something in a drink. It's a little rapey. The song's a little so, rapey. So you're saying that 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 it should have been the song? No, I'm not saying. I, I can see why they would focus on it. Right. But yeah, I don't. It's, I mean, it's it's a song from the '40s. It's a different era. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, on top of that, I'm thinking of like who who the fuck is listening to it now that's bothered by it? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not because if somebody play this shit on the radio, it's not like I'm like, oh, let me turn this actually, up. Actually, uh, what's that boy's name? <clears throat> Uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Lachey and and when he was married to uh, what's the face that they remade a song. I mean, but that was what 10, 15 years ago, probably. Uh, but nobody's doing it now. There's like no new version. There's like a new version with like two chains and. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else. Nicki Minaj. Right, right. <laughs> the baby is cold outside. Right, there's no new version of this shit. Like, the only version that I really know and give a fuck about is, is, uh, is, uh, what's it called? Ray Charles' version. Mm. Right. That's the version that I know. You right. know what I'm saying? That shit was recorded in the fucking 60s, in the 50s or some shit. Like, mm. some shit you just gotta let go. Like, the song, yeah. it's, it's a tad bit. It's a tad bit. A little bit rapey. Sound like you put something in a drink. Maybe Bill Cosby wrote the lyrics. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I, I personally wouldn't vote for it to like be banned, but then I wouldn't care if people did either. Like, right. to not, me, it don't fucking make a difference. I'm not listening to it on a daily basis yeah. and shit. Well, it does say like, that. If somebody that, was like, oh, the, they banned uh, it, I'd be like, oh, okay. That's the station in San Francisco is actually reconsidering bringing uh, the song back. Depends upon the result of the poll it just put out. Hey, why does it matter? It's not even a fucking Christmas song and shit. I have no fucking This is a song about a dude trying to get his girl to stay. Pretty much. And, you know, maybe, maybe or, or maybe not do some things. Well, they, they have until December 10th to decide. They he, want to he it's put. really not that serious. Double shit I've heard of my yeah, life. It's, 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 not, it's not that serious. I, I think it does more harm than good to, to the movement, if you ask me. Right? Yeah, that's my opinion too. Right, it does more harm than good because you're nitpicking a song that came out in the fucking forties. Yeah, fuck out of here, stupid. That's stupid. And we can talk. I mean, we can talk about a whole bunch of shit that came out. A whole lot of shit. shit. The cartoons they still show, but Tom, Tom gets his face blown off, <laughs> and and it's black, and his hair goes back into into a little little pigtails with uh, bows on it and shit. I don't know what the fuck that is, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So. Come on, B. Like some some things you just gotta kind of let be. You know it is what it is. You know, laws motherfucker ain't trying to use that today to get in. A nigga trying can't like I said, motherfucker can't use that shit today. You Maybe it's cold outside. I have AC. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you probably need that song because if somebody turn it on and they playing it, you like, well, yeah, I'm about to go. Maybe it's cold outside. You like, oh, okay. I didn't. I wasn't sure if you was one of them rapey ass. Right. Now, now, now I know. Now it's confirmed. Now, yeah, now it's confirmed. Now, now, now I'm about to go. I'm just gonna grab something from the car. I'll be back. Damn it, another one. <laughs> I gotta stop using that. <laughs> is it the song or is it me? Me? It's the song. Mom, what is it? <laughs> well, yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's weird that something that you would focus in on. Yeah. The song, but time period, long gone. And. Speaking of the greatest generation, because that's a lot of, I mean, the circle back, they use that a lot when they describe 
um, George Bush. Uh, he's a part of that the greatest generation. Cats from the forties. Yeah, yeah well, I think it's if you're born like in nineteen the nineteen twenties or something like that. Uh, but also the generation that fucked up a lot of shit that didn't want a lot of shit to get changed that's still causing problems a little bit to this day. I don't understand why they're so great. I, do, I really don't. But you know, it's just, it's just so a, the good part is they they only all dying off. That's, that's a good part. Technically, you know, our grandmother was a part of the, our grandmothers are part of the greatest generation because they were yeah, true. in their 30s and their 20s, but still. Yeah. Uh, CC's been part of two of them. <laughs> 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 all the I claim them all, bitch. I've been here. I've been in this thing. See them all, see them all, see everything. I'm true to this. I ain't new to this. I'm the first telephone, goddamn. <laughs> 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 Oh my goodness. The masturbation thing? Yeah, just was, Oh, that was you, yeah. That was, that was you. Yeah, but that I was that wasn't yeah. for the podcast. Yeah. And then when oh, I said okay. that I said, and then I said podcast, I said podcast, so then you gave me the thumbs up. I was talking about Bush, like, but okay, we were talking about random, random, random shit. No, no, court was random. We were talking about George Bush. I gave an analogy to Nah. He he asked about masturbation in the middle of a conversation about around fucking left field and shit. You know what I'm saying? an analogy, I was like, do you feel bad when you masturbate? <clears throat> and then, of course, we had to go in detail on the shit. Right, it was like, whenever you do it in a napkin, or in a... <laughs> I fell out. The stock comment, nigga, I fell out. Because right. when he said... <laughs> When you said, when you, you said to, to put the sun back on, nigga, yeah. I was at work, I, nigga, I fell out laughing. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that was yeah. the funniest yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why is somebody got that fetish too? Man, you know what I'm saying? Sounds squishy when you walk by. Right? Some dude at your job right now that got on socks and got nothing. The dude at your job that does. Oh my goodness! But it, it got me to thinking though. That's why. I, that's why I had uh, put on the list is because the question that you had posted as far as like do you feel bad about when I was younger I did you know because we all grew up in church it's not yada yada I didn't well, about you no I, I did uh, I, I don't know enjoy your freedom my brother I don't, I don't know about but, but then when you like huh? when you were, that's good then you're like do you feel bad about, about, about it now it's like nah I don't feel bad about it now but you know you know, but yeah, that was reasonable. I put it on the list. My point was for that. I guess I could have said, do do giants worry about the feelings of ants? No. no. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's that's that was an interesting way to get to that point. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I was trying to put it to where y'all get it. It's a little bit of reach. I was like, wait, what? The, okay. Uh, uh, okay. I was thinking maybe this nigga just masturbated and he was just curious. Or, I don't know. That's a possibility. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> you forget to think about it for a second. <laughs> I'm not. I'm the same as you. See, I, mean, I grew up in the church, man. So yeah, it was. It was supposedly, you know, a bad so thing. Do. I don't care. I didn't care. I didn't care back then. Clearly, we had different yeah, we, ideas uh, and yes, relationship with yes, the church than you. Yes, we both did. I yeah. mean, probably because I was, I was, you know, uh, one of those dudes that was head of the class and shit. Like, I was, in, I was in the girl. I was thinking about this the other day. I was in the girls mad early. Mad when I say mad early, I remember my first. I had my first girlfriend in in in, in the first grade, but I, I was in love with my kindergarten teacher. You know what I'm saying? Back then, like, I just, girls were just awesome to me. Like, I wasn't one of those boys that said, Ew, girls, icky. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, girls, happy. Hey, so, it just never, it never bothered me. Like, no, it, no, it never bothered me. Now, yeah, it was, the, it was the teaching, though, that it was like, you know, if you're doing it, it's a sin. Whatever, so I, yeah, for me when I was younger, when I, when I started, well, first my discovery of it was a whole fucking journey, but once I started, yeah, yeah once here. I started, then same it was here. like, I you do it, and then as soon as you're done, you feel bad, like, oh shit, I wasn't supposed to do that, or like, oh man, God, watch, that's kind of nasty. <laughs> You're staring at me for God. You know I had to do this, right? I mean, yeah, it was like it was, it was like a self-imposed guilt trip. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like a mind fuck, man. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, I'm at the point now where I, you know, and it, and it's the same reason people always make that joke that like as soon as they nut, they turn the porn off. Like, oh, that's disgusting. It's the same thing. It's the same mindset of like, oh, you know, I finished. I shouldn't have been doing this. Whatever. So I, I've actually now made it a habit to continue watching because I got to get past the point of like. This is bad. Right, that is not something that. Yeah, right. I mean, sexual uh, repression in this country is fucking, is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it really is. I think the reason why we have some of the issues that we have also in is that you're not allowed to explore your sexuality healthy, in, a, in a healthy way. Yeah, yeah. At a young age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a down pump. Right, so it's, it's ooh, nasty, gross, mm-hmm. don't do that, or it's a sin, and God is watching you. It's like, I mean, what if gave you all these feelings? And shit like at an early age like if I'm not supposed to be doing this at 13 then you know why am I able to you know get you know right the, the, the band at attention or right. whatever you know what I'm saying the soldiers at attention yeah know? so my, my thing is like, and, and how I've always kind of felt about it is my and I mean and if there's any consequences for my actions like I'm the only one that's got to pay for it you know what I'm saying so I'm not really necessarily worried about it and the shit feels mad natural you know what I mean, yeah. so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look at it that way, and, and once I did, I was like, I want to do this with a girl. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Plus, I was, I was sexually active early, so super early. <clears throat> so really, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get into that till my twenties. Work? Not the masturbation, just the, the exercise. Max, yeah, yeah. I mean, masturbation. I started like sixteen. It was, way, it was way before 16 for me. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was 13. I might have been 12 the first time I had intercourse and encountered sexual activity, maybe 8, 9. Wait, what? Yeah. You was fucking at 9? I wouldn't say necessarily fucking. God damn. I don't think I was able to, you know. But, I almost you know, went past that 
to the next. Hold up. Hold up. But some sexual type actions with older girls in the neighborhood, and this, you know, I guess in today's age would be considered, you know, rapey-ish, You mm-hmm. know, how much older? She may have been twelve. Bringing into the house, you know, rubbing on things and <clears throat> touching things and making me do I, touch things. And I mean, I had a girl do that too. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, my, my first sexual experience happened mad early. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I think my uh, first time I ever had sex that you could count is 12, 13. Here was my issue, right? So like, I I had to be like probably eight or nine too, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was at my my mom's friend's house in New York. Had me and old girl sleeping on the pullout bed on the couch <clears throat> downstairs. Hot as fuck, summertime. I was on my way to summer camp. We had to stop the visit. Just met that girl that day. Laying there, and I just remember her taking my hand and putting it like in her panties. And I was like, oh. And I remember it was hot. And it didn't smell good to me. So, I, you know, to me it was like, and she wasn't rubbing on me. It was just me rubbing her. And then I'm just looking at her like, okay. And then ended up going to sleep like nothing happened. But uh, I think because the experience wasn't like overwhelmingly positive, I didn't, you didn't really continue count. going in that right. direction. Right, right. Like, yeah. Okay. Right. My sister's friend, Probably when I was a little older, I remember going over her house and, and making out with her. That's it. And that was just because my sister was like, yeah, you know, it's your girlfriend. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm like, oh. Okay. We slapped each other down. Yeah. Your girlfriend, your, your sister picked you out and shit? She was like, essentially. Yeah. So you're here. That's your girlfriend now. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. She was like, oh, okay, well, you just, you know, y'all kiss or whatever. I was like, okay. So it was like, oh uh, yeah, my, all my early sexual experiences, I think um, I was disconnected. Right. Like it was something I was doing because either they were doing it or like that somebody had told me to do it. Yeah, so it wasn't you, nothing you, I wanted you know, to happen and shit. Like, you know, even little games that you played back in the days, so I didn't go get it. And yeah. I, go I remember it. that. I remember that game and I remember never really just being that into it. Like I used to get mad because niggas was chasing my sister. Right. Um, I, but it wasn't no girls that I could think of that I really wanted to chase down and do that. So it was like I didn't really have that sexual energy like that. Mm. Strangely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, from my early, early early age, I, I think I was just I was always curious. Always. Like, you know. And and, and girls it, it intrigued me. You know what I'm saying? Like I had I said I had a girlfriend at five, you know what I'm saying? Like or six or whatever. And was mad at the girls. <laughs> like just mad into them. Yeah. Always, always been like a sucker for love. I think I've gotten out of it as I got older, but that nah, shit when I was younger, man, she's pretty, had had, had nice teeth, and mm. liked her brother. I was head over heels. <laughs> I mean, in fourth grade, Mark, Mark, uh, a girlfriend, a girl that I dated, uh, her name was Tanya. She had, you know, full fledged lady things. Breasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's what you would say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and like it was always on. You know what I'm saying? And she, she was mad disrespectful. She she cheated with all with all me with a lot of my best friends, man. Now hey. that I think about it, I need to go find her and punch her in her head. <laughs> we don't know I condone that. It, it, 
that's yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the same. Yeah, it's just, it's just an expression. This episode is weird. Violent yeah, expression. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we defend the baby. It's cold outside. <laughs> Punching people in the head. Uh, but yeah, like that whole thing came up. Trying to make it for Bush. Apparently, it didn't go over well. I should have used the Giants and the ass one. See, I would get it. But, uh, yeah, I don't feel bad when I masturbate. Never have, never will. Yeah, I don't anymore. But it was it was definitely a struggle for, for some years, actually. Yeah, same here. Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy the teenage years of masturbation. Like, I did it. Man, fairly frequently, but yeah. it was, it was guilt trip after. Yeah, it was yeah. the only thing I felt weird about was having to. I did it so much one summer, I thought I broke my dick. <laughs> and having to have that weird, awkward conversation with my mom. Oh, man, you brought moms into it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I nice. tell her what I was doing. She probably don't even remember, and I don't want her to remember this shit. No, yeah, no, yeah, it was because she don't want her to be on the podcast. And it was like, just really my joint, like getting bigger or whatever. And I thought that was weird. I, wow, I thought um, <laughs> I thought my mom just didn't know like what I was doing because I went from I would do it in the shower, right? No, they know because you take longer showers, right? But no, you thinking you a genius when you're a kid. You like up in the shower, know what she knows, but. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, but you like went from two minute showers to fucking almost twenty minutes. It's like, what you doing in there, nigga? Yeah. But you know, so yeah. And I got introduced to to porn via magazine. Like, dude, I got a box of magazines from homeboy up the block. Oh shit! I remember the first porn I saw. Video? Yeah. Uh, homeboy. Uh, Sheldon, uh, dad had a box of them shits at the crib. It was called China Lee. It was Asian porn. Because mm. dad was in the Asian ladies. <laughs> the wildest shit I ever seen. Girls doing it with girls. And then, and then he had another joint called Taboo. And the main characters were like like sisters, but they were. They that's a whole one. That's, yeah, that's a whole one. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember my first joints. I remember, uh, because, uh, uh, the, the one summer I stayed with Pop, and he had he had a, uh, a video, and it was called Caligula. Mm. It was made by That's the Roman Emperor. Yeah, no, 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 it was a porn. What? They showed everything. They was dressed up. Yeah, oh, there's another movie called Caligula when they're yeah. busy in that motherfucker. This is like a regular movie. Yeah, it's this one showed everything. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh wow. In the eighties and shit, you know, it was probably a little different back then. Yeah, I was like, oh wow, shit. And then um, one of uh, mom's uh, boyfriends, who I won't say that person's name, uh, basically had. It everywhere. I mean, there was like real to real porn, and and, and this nigga had had. And I'm saying, man, this this nigga had a den, and I mean, just like just shells and shells of it. Then you know you walk in and, and you walk, yeah, and then you walk in and. <laughs> They're going to 
It was like, you know, you see it and then I said, Oh, that's what you that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? So Damn. Yeah, that's when uh it happened for me when I was thirteen. You know what I'm saying? So and then I got I got my first, I mean, I got my first really real experience with the, with a girl. She was older than me. She she actually lived lived, lived next door to this guy. That mom. Anyway, uh, so just a freaky black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going on the freaky black. Yeah, go down on my black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she uh. She uh yeah she yeah it was she did a thing did a thing sir yeah did a thing yeah, that happens man it's I was saying I was gonna say it's crazy like you think about how you're introduced to it and how that affects you know your sex life growing up because I actually know a guy too um who his introduction to porn was gay porn oh wow yeah he's straight as fuck loves fucking women. But when it comes to that, like you know, he'll he he get get an erection from watching uh, gay porn. So it's like a really weird position. But that was his introduction to it. So to him, it was like this is what you know, sex is. That's crazy. Yeah, this it's wild how those things shape who you are. Yeah, the kind of person that you are. Cause the same way, like the same way I was with that early. Like I was just always very conservative when it came to women. Very much like a, you know, not diving in, not doing none of that. Them days are gone. Them days are gone, ladies. <laughs> that was then. This is now. <laughs> they uh, they let the cat out the bag. Yeah, for real. Yeah, buddy. But Peter wants certain sayings not to be said anymore because it's like almost comparing it to homophobic and racial slurs. I'm so the sick of this shit, man. Like letting the cat out the bag or. Uh, a horse of a, of a different color or or like it's comparable to racism and homophobia wow like motherfuckers is reaching nowadays they really like, are super reaching super mm. reaching nowadays for shit to be <clears throat> angry and triggered about that shit's weird like come on B like you gotta do better it's okay life is not that serious have fun sometimes man like it's just crazy get over it get over it shit anyway got uh, my fellow Americans yeah, man. True. You kind of paused when you said Yeah. Okay. Beep, 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 Yes, indeed, we will. <clears throat> anyway, I would like to talk to my fellow Americans about traveling outside of the United States of America. Yes, yes, yes. Estados Unidos. That's what they call it. Estados Unidos. Um, I recently took one of my my first trip outside of the U.S. and it was a uh, it was eye opening in a lot of ways. I think, um, like we were talking about earlier, just the. <clears throat> difference in the way you know sex is perceived mm-hmm. by other cultures um difference in and people like recognizing you as an american and you know you're vulnerable it's like they can take advantage of you they can do whatever or they can help you and it was like <clears throat> for me i was satisfied that you know a lot of people just wanted to help out where they could um cost of living is different the way people operate and move is different uh, the way people talk is different. 
I was in Costa Rica for five days. I think five days. And everybody has a phone, just like here. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't. I can't recall walking down the street and seeing anybody with their head down on their phone. Like not while they were walking. You know, either they were talking on the phone or they just didn't have a phone. Yeah. So I mean, that was a big difference. So the interaction was a little bit more personal. Super shallow in this motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what you call it? Yeah, people. You can tell people just kind of look at things differently based on how they had the opportunity to live. Like you had the local people. You can tell like who knew who. The big talkers, the ones who you know extra loud and shit, and then you got the you know kind of quieter, nicer ones, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I just think traveling is important to uh-huh. get to get a scope outside of your your normal neighborhood. So how was food? Oh, food was fucking delicious. Food was delicious, and I think it's because it was fresh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, they include fruit and stuff for breakfast. Uh, all the fish or shrimp that I had there, fucking delicious. Uh, they do rice and beans with most of their meals, which was cool because you know it was good. Uh, yeah, man, that fruit was fresh and so good. I didn't eat anything bad there that I could think of. Oh, you said when you, when you, when you first got there, you posted a picture. You was some sort of mm-hmm. some sort of cart. Or some sort nah, of- yeah, I had rolled up on a hamburger stand, uh, hamburger gesa. I had rolled up on a hamburger stand because I was looking for this bar, and they had like one. Oh, and fried chicken is popular as fuck. They got these little fried chicken spots, and that should be smelling good, nigga. They be hitting that bitch up. I didn't. I didn't. Some things you guys, yeah. You gotta take one for the team. I'm like, come in here, you know you come in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you wanna come in. It was like to that point where like everybody walking by is like, hola, you know, they speaking to people, they see me, they don't they like we ain't gotta say nothing, you just don't come up in here. So I was like, nah, I ain't going in here, man. Right. I did walk by a couple times like, damn, it smelled good to the motherfucking chicken. But yeah, nah, I went. It was a hamburger stand that was open, and it was interesting because, uh, you know, my flawed Spanish. I'm trying to speak, and they can tell, you know. So I was like, I was trying to get a burrito, and uh, they got me a burrito, and it was flat. I didn't take a picture of it. I, I don't know. I I find it weird to take a picture of food. I don't like doing that, but it was flat, and it was fucking delicious. It was delicious. So it was a burrito when the case did. Nah, it was a burrito. I guess if it's yeah. They probably call everything burrito that's wrapped yeah, in a tortilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was, well, yeah, they watched me eat it like I was an alien. Like they was all kind of standing in the corner and they was like, I hope he likes you. Kind of talking to each other and looking at me. I was like, oh, okay, this is just going to, you know, observe and whatever. And then uh, the driving there is different. Uh, the, the lanes are set up. Like they have lanes, but then on the street, you know, the lane is wide enough for two cars, but it's like one lane. So people merge real wild. Coming into curves and stuff, niggas just hop in front of your ass. I was surprised I didn't see more accidents, but I guess people used to it. Right. And then, you know, most people got, like, a lot of people got dirt bikes or uh, scooters. And they just roll between the cars. They don't give a fuck. Mm, just roll right past you. Mm, straight. You sitting in traffic. Mm, they gone. Fuck it. Um, what you call it? They, uh... Oh, they lock everything up. 
that was one of the first things I noticed too. Cause I was near San Jose that first night. It's a, the airport is right by this little town. It's called uh, Alahuela, mm-hmm. and it's not far from San Jose. But that's where I stayed. And I remember on the taxi, on the not taxi, but the where I was staying, the lady sent her husband to come pick me up from the airport. So you come out the airport, yo, and shit like some TMZ shit with the taxi drivers. Uh-huh. They have a barricade right there. They got a couple like the police people from the airport, and you come out and it's everybody yelling at you at once, trying to get you to get in a taxi. That shit is wild. You like, uh, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, mm-hmm. I'm good. You like walk out to the side. You have a couple of brave ones to come over. My friend, my friend, hey, where you, where you want to go? Where you want to go? Where you need to go? I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. So they, dude came pick me up, went back to the spot. And I just noticed, like, you know, most of the businesses have bars and stuff on it. Uh, everybody has a fence. The businesses, they fences all have barbed wire on the top. People's houses and stuff fenced. Uh, when they park their car, they pull up. It'd be a little tight fucking space. Pull up in there, park it, lock the gate. So they don't fuck around. You know, I don't know. I think, uh, I know marijuana is illegal there. Did smoke. Uh, I know, uh, I think uh, owning a gun is like their gun law is a little different, whatever. Um, but yeah, man, it was an experience, and I'm looking forward to the next one because you know, you get you not only get a chance to see like how they live in, but see how like they view you as, a, as an American, yeah. Like. Because the currency exchange is different, so my money's gonna stretch much longer there. But I'm being mindful of it because the same way over here we talk about white privilege, you have American privilege when you go overseas, and what it might take. You know, I got these big ass coins from there because uh, they, like they're uh, colones, like 500 or 100. They got big coins. Um, and you might just pull them out thinking like, oh yeah, I'm trying to count, I'm trying to get my stuff, but you got people who work all week to earn a few of them, you know? And you kind of flex it low key if you right. do shit like that. Right. So it's like being mindful of that or or uh, where I was at with my homegirl. Uh, shout out to Albert, man, she put me up. She let, I've known her since she was a kid and she let me stay there with her man in her, in her spot in Capos and uh, the, the it's new. It's a two bedroom. She got the washer dryer. It's actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It costs like three hundred a month. Word. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Very nice. And uh, it's got to be expensive there. It oh, is. Damn. So there it is. And so a lot of people can understand one that you know it's still more of a patriarchal society there too. So how you affording all this and you single woman? Like where your dude at? Right. You know that type of thing. Um, What's called the shower water? No, the shower didn't get hot. Like it was cold water. But to me, I'm like, shit. If that's the only vice you got, you know, in in terms of like you living like this, beach right around the corner, jungle fresh food, you know, all that kind of stuff outside of America, or whatever. I thought it was pretty dope. Um, yeah, and she's doing like virtual work, so I'm a, I'm gonna have to share her her site. I can't remember the name, but she's like a virtual assistant. So people who are trying to get a bunch of shit done need somebody helping out. She do all that stuff, mm-hmm. and she's also teaching English. So, um, yeah, man. So watch that American Privilege. 
That's big. Right. Don't be complaining about regular, you know, American okay. shit. Yeah, don't right. be that asshole, man. Realize I refuse to be that country. Yeah. Respect it. And respect it. Mad respect. Be respectful. Be courteous. You know, don't reject stuff people give it to you. If you don't like it, act like you're eating it, spit that shit out. Whatever you got to do. Like, you know. Like play the role, like right. you know. So it's like, yeah, that that was that experience. Um, shit. Next year, I'm I'm probably gonna try and go somewhere else in yeah. the in the fall again. Me, and my girl, talking about <clears throat> Christmas next year. I'm trying to get to Paris. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, we gonna try to hit up the uh, the country of love or city of uh, love, and you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's dope. So that's 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 on the docket for next year. Yeah, man. That's shit. It's good. Only we, we the, the crew, we get to go to Boston whoop, whoop. next year. I've been there for the podcast, joint. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, getting yeah. Um, Speaking into, into existence. Yeah, y'all, okay. y'all uh, been outside of the country yet? Yeah, I've been to Jamaica. Jamaica. That's what's up. I'm, I, I, I have that on my list too. No, not yet. Okay, so that'd be first. That's cool, man. And and not to yeah, not to shame nobody because I just got my passport earlier this year, and I just turned 34. So prior to that, I had only been to Mexico. You know, it's never too late to get that cracking and, and get up out of here, man. Yeah. See what it's like for other people. Shit, you never know. I've heard that there are some places, Jamaica, Dominican Republic, stuff like that, where. You know, single life is exceptional. I would say that too with Costa Rica. Everybody was fucking booed up, booed up hard, <laughs> like holding hands type shit. Right? Like, yeah, they stopping kiss every five minutes. I was like, oh, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> they let you know, nigga, gringo. Yeah, you ain't fucking with they people. So it was cool though. It was a good experience. Got on the beach, saw some monkeys, saw you know the not seagulls. I don't know what they call. I saw. I did see some vultures, um, but whatever these birds, they hang by the beach and they just dive in and try and scoop the fish up. Yeah, they're so about yeah. <clears throat> saw them diving and stuff. It's pretty cool. What's up? Glad I glad I went. Yeah. Trying to recover still. Now I need you need a vacation from the vacation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you gotta plan your vacation where you can take a couple of days off afterwards. Yeah. Just to yeah. get back to normal again. Right. Nah, get y'all right. Get back get back to normalcy and shit. Y'all right. And that's that's what I did because I because I flew out of Austin. So then when I got back, instead of catching the bus, I was gonna catch the bus. Like I was gonna land that Sunday. Cousin picked me up. I was gonna roll out Sunday, and then I have Monday to kind of chill, decompress. With I end up staying down there uh, Sunday and then catching the bus Monday afternoon. So it was like, yeah, got back in the evening, and then instead of of course taking my ass home and whatever. Uh-huh. I decided to go get some drinks and some some other things. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've been behind on the clock all week, nigga. Sleepy, tired. But yeah, man, yeah. go out, go outside the country, guys. Experience some things and and don't be an American asshole. Like you know, re- like check the country out. That was the thing I did too. Like I, of course, you had like the website here where it tells you what our diplomatic status with the country is or whatever. If it's like a threat level, which you know, I, I suggest you pay attention to that because uh, yeah. we fuck with people in other countries. In case y'all didn't pick that up from uh, the beginning of the yeah, podcast, yeah, podcast right? Just reiterating it right now. Yeah, yeah. Fucks with yeah. 
other people. Yeah, yeah. They, they may not like us. We're, we're not. Country. That is the main thing about not being an American asshole, too, is don't go other places assuming that you love. We are not loved internationally by a lot of countries, rightfully so, because we have fucked with their fucking just everything. Everything, right. Everything. Whether it's trade, whether it's, you know, fucking with their government, we've done those things. So don't, you know, you're guilty by association. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking American. The same way we do them. Right. The exact same way we do Yeah, yep. unless you're a white man, like, you're not guilty of nothing then. You're right, just right. a lone, lone wolf. Yeah, they usually just walk the white folks with, with open arms. Yeah. They get you to worry about because they want your money. But anything else, you know. The reason why they like your ass. Exactly. But uh, yeah, don't don't be a dick, don't be a prick, don't be an American asshole. Man, I think they did like um, man John Keones did another thing when he was in Paris and had Americans act what the stereotypical thought about Americans act mm. in other countries and shit to see what would happen and, and most motherfuckers really didn't give a shit. Yeah, uh, but like, like, like don't, well, them bitches again. Right, don't don't be a dick. Yeah, like you said, try different shit. Like, I mean, I've never had the the need or want to try escargot, but if I go to France, I'm gonna fucking try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably throw it up, but I'm gonna try it. But that's okay. That's a part of the experience too. Right. That's the cool part. It's like whatever you try and you know, it's 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 all wrapped in that experience, bad or good. Yeah. And it's just a lesson, it's just learning from it. Right. You learn their culture. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn French before uh, before I leave. That's that's a big thing for me. If I'm gonna go to more of these, uh, you know, Central American places, because you know, uh, Costa Rica is right there by uh, uh, Nicaragua and, and Panama, which I heard Panama is. It was a lot of people in Costa Rica from Nicaragua, and I met a couple from uh, Panama too. So mm-hmm. it's like that movement back and forth or whatever. But yeah, I, I think I like a lot of the people in that quote-unquote caravan mm-hmm. from Nicaragua um, coming from there coming from those Central American countries but yeah you gotta learn Spanish I will never go anywhere else assuming them motherfuckers know English like I didn't assume they did mm-hmm. but you know you think it may be okay a little bit but nah nah son nah nah and you don't be the asshole to be like, oh, they need to learn English. Nah, nah, that ain't their language. That's country, motherfucker. Yeah, that ain't their language. I gotta. So did your girl know your girl knew Spanish though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. She's pretty, pretty good with the, the Spanish. She's been there for a few months now, so um, not like an expert or anything, but enough to to get by, right? To know how to make these moves or talk to this person, find out where this is, that kind of stuff. And she got a homegirl. Um, remember her name now but she moved there from Canada so uh, young uh, white girl she moved there from Canada she was mad cool apparently she came down and checked it out liked it and just decided to move so they met uh, at some like tennis tennis club or something there and so she speaks French fluently Mm -hmm. and so now she's picking up Spanish and her Spanish I think is a little better so yeah Learn, yeah, gotta definitely learn the language, not just the basic stuff either. Like, I, I ain't going back over there until I got a, a good, healthy amount of right, Spanish down under my belt. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got. That's it. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> 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 
countries act like American think you won't probably come back because they'll probably whoop your ass and <laughs> put you in jail and then you'll be on CNN and, and MSNBC and all the mother motherfuckers and talking about you can't get out again. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. All of that. All of that. All, all, that. all, all that. that above. Pure Vida. That was a thing over there. Pure life. Pure da Vida. Freaked up. Yeah. Gotta go see some shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go see the world. I'm gonna go to Paris. I definitely wanna make a detour to Amsterdam. Oh, man. Yeah, my cousin's talking about going to Amsterdam. Shit, they talking about going to Dubai. I was like, damn. Like, I'm cool going to Dubai. I don't think it's hot here. Damn. It's, you know, I don't need to go be hot somewhere else. I got to, I had to read up more to learn about why I would want to have the Dubai experience because I know about the, you know, the, the way they uh, treat women and and the workers there right. that they you know bring from, it from India yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw an article on that on, on uh, they had Vice episode Vice showed episode, all them and also um, real sports had yeah because yeah. they were building all the sports arenas and shit uh-huh. yeah, and treating like third class citizens snatching niggas passports when they get there mm-hmm. can't even get that shit back you can't go nowhere without that passport you fuck that's that right so yeah I, I don't I don't really feel the need to go there yeah but Amsterdam would do yeah, Amsterdam. yeah, Amsterdam. You can catch it where you are from from Paris, I believe. You can catch a ferry yeah, or, or a train over to Amsterdam. Yeah. I think that's it, though. I think like Amsterdam and, and Spain are really the only places I'd like to go in Europe. No, Spain, I ain't coming back. No, Spain, go by myself. Just like the Brazil trip. Oh my goodness! Oh, Brazil, Brazil, Brazil has like the highest rate of HIV in the world, so I think I'm cool on Brazil. Wrap it up. <sighs> I think I'm gonna stay away from Brazil for now. Yeah. We're taking my Spanish down. I might roll over there. Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. Oh. Is it both or is it just strictly it's Portuguese? It's strictly Portuguese. I think you can get by with speaking Spanish because Portuguese and Spanish is somewhat similar. Yeah. Yeah. See, they're probably like, weird. They fucked up already, showed up over there. Hola! They'd be like, the fuck, nigga? You know what I'm saying? You can, uh, there's, Damn a, it. there's an app that you can uh, download where you can speak into the phone and it, it'll translate for you to that person. I was going at the bar at home where I was uh, hitting Google Translate. Because uh, it was a guy I met at the bar. I was buying a bunch of rounds and stuff, and me and him was chopping it up. And whenever I was trying to ask him something, I just... I mean, because well, they had music playing, so I was punching it in there or whatever. Cool. Made me a little friend. So they come back and see him. Yeah, yeah, you know. I, I mean, it was cool because, like, at first it seemed like they were kind of reluctant. Him and his friend was there. His friend was reluctant, like, you know, I was like, hey, you know, can I get y'all a beer or whatever? He's like, no, 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 But the homeboy, he was like, okay. <laughs> I ordered some food and all that, man. I was like, yo, you want some of this? He was like, okay. So, you know, <laughs> so I got the right one here. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like a dope trip, yeah, yeah, so it was cool, time. man. It was a good time. And it was, it was, you know, it was tough. I heard uh, on my way back, my sister had uh, messaged me right when I, I think I was pulling up in Houston. The plane was pulling up in Houston about uh, 
uh, a young lady who went down there with her homegirl. Yeah. She, she Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. Was the body that they found? Was that her? Yeah. That was? They found her. They said she had uh, taken some blows to the skull, been stabbed in the neck and multiple Damn. places in her body. Now they, they, their suspect is the security guard from where she was staying. Are you serious? Because they said that he is the one who gave the... Um, who gave the statement that you know he saw her leave in a Uber, which mm-hmm. of course they were they verified she didn't leave in the Uber, and the time he gave was like way I think at, before her flight, so now he's suspicious, and I think wow. they've uh, pulled him in for questioning. It's crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, you gotta be careful when you go down there. Yeah, yo, you especially, gotta be careful anyway. Yeah, especially, you know, not saying that, you know, can't happen to us brothers, but ladies, you know, I want fuck Especially by yourself. Shit, right. Yeah. Always go in groups and don't be trying to switch the shit up. I'm gonna stay another day. No, you ain't. Bring Take your ass home. home. <laughs> I'm saying too, man, hey, if you're gonna come visit, you know, if we have some international listeners, which we got a couple, but if you're gonna come visit America, be careful too, man. Watch out! You fucked up on these streets over here. Yeah. So yeah, to me that's just you know that's par for the course. I mean it gets publicized because uh, uh, she's American or whatever. But I feel like if I was to look up the numbers on like tourists who get fucked up over here, it'd probably be pretty high. Right. Yeah. 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 You're probably right about that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, man, just don't be an American asshole. Watch out, we got that American exceptionalism. I hate that shit. Right. That's it. I need to go eat. All right, I'm going to sleep. Sounds like a boy. Got that uh, wrap up done. But uh, like always, like share, comment, review on most of the things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Also keep you know that good juju and whatever you want to call it, prayers, well wishes, or love for your boys. Get picked. For this uh, competition, this program for Google, I see it's a great thing, not only for us, but for creators of uh, of colors and marginalized, other marginalized groups to get out there and get our voices heard. So it's definitely, you know, something that we want to do, and uh, I think it's a good it's a good look. So yeah, keep us in your whatever, your thoughts, prayers, make a nigga a sandwich. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Spin, we ain't found shit. We ain't found shit. We out this bitch. Peace, deuces. Peace. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Court. You know what it is. Um, so you've been listening to the episode for a little while. You're wondering why am I stepping in? Well. Got some news to share with y'all. We talked about it on a past episode that we're going to be offering a subscription tier for people who want to get extra material. So yes, there's, yes, yes. There's two ways to basically subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe through uh, ACAS Plus or you can subscribe through Patreon. Uh, five bucks a month, cancel anytime, uh, yada, yada, yada. Y'all know what the deal is. So yes, we do. basically with that, you'll get... Um, exclusive content so you'll get bonus material from that day's episode uh you'll get never before or never seen or whatever uh, material like i'm not going to show you my junk but i mean know. i, I uh, gas it yeah, up, yeah i mean you let's, know let's, let's, let's not go that yeah far. i mean you know but what you will get 
is uh, keys to immortality. Yeah. I mean, if that's something that's important to you, chocolate chip winning cookies, lottery numbers. Yeah, we, uh, we had that too. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know how you're doing in life, but if you want to be rich, hey, I'll, I'll even give you your, your horoscope or whatever. Call me now with a <laughs> again. <laughs> Subscribe, five bucks a month. Two ways to do it: A class plus Patreon. We in this thing. This is we ain't found shit. We ain't found shit. But y'all definitely found a way to hear us more, I guess. Exclusive. 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 Exclusive.